Welcome to Beyond the Walls with Pastor Israel Rodriguez, and I'm Tim Flaherty, the Christian talk radio show that goes beyond the surface level to explore the deeper truths of faith. Join us as we journey together into the heart of God's love and discover the power of faith to transform our lives. Good morning, Treasure Valley. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Walls. And Pastor Israel Rodriguez from Venezuela. And I'm here with my co-host today, mi hermano Timoteo Flaherty. That's the best Latin way I can pronounce your name, Tim Flaherty. Welcome. Good morning to you, brother. Good morning, Treasure Valley. It's so great to be here. And of course, we have with us again for another week, another episode, Pastor Oki Chang of the Living Word Church in Meridian, Idaho. She's part of the the say, t- tell me the Baptist uh, cooperative Baptist the cooperative say it again cooperative Baptist cooperative Baptist and if you listened last week she grew up in the country of South Korea and she moved to the states in the early seventies and we're going to hear in this episode all about that transition we learned that she had a conversion while in Korea to becoming a Mormon, and then another conversion when she came to the States to being a Christian again. And so it's, it's a really incredible story of faith and trust in God. And so we can't wait to hear about it. But as you all know, this portion of our show, we, we deal with questions of the week. And I can't think of a better thing this has been on my mind now since I've heard this story of, of Oki. And it, it comes down to, for me, and, and the question that I have is truth. It's about truth. How do you know what the truth is? Because there's, there are so many religions in the world, and I know what it is for me. I've seen too many miracles. I, I always say it's like the curtain was pulled back and I saw behind the, the stage and I and I and I and I just I just know I, I I I can't explain it beyond saying I have seen too much. There have been too many miracles in my own life for me to deny that there's anything but mm. Jesus Christ. But what I want to ask, Pastor, and then Oki, you can you can share your wisdom too. Is how do you know when something is true? You know uh, when we when we talk about religi- religions, when we talk about the Bible, when we talk about uh, definitions of uh, who God is, I look at truth not as a what is it the truth, but who is who is the truth. You know, Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in Him, "If you ab- abide in My word, you are truly My disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free." In the book of John, we have Jesus himself saying, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So that's where you started thinking, it's, it's not a what, it's, it's about who, who is it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and Jesus is, Jesus is that truth. Yeah. Okay. do you have anything to add? The truth is just the Lord and Word of God. Word, Lord is Word of God, and Word of God is truth. As long as it fits in the Word of God and lines with the Word of God, that is truth for me. I think that's super, super beautiful. And I think it really kind of coincides, I think, so much in the work that we do outside the walls of the church. You know, one of my favorite sayings, and I, I, sometimes I feel like I'm getting older because I start to have these dad jokes that 
that constantly come up in my life, but one of my favorite sayings that, that Pastor Israel uses all the time is preach, but only when necessary use words. And what we mean by that, especially I think here on, the, on Beyond the Walls, is you know, show people your Christianity through your actions. Be kind, mm-hmm. be caring, love them, treat them with you know, honesty, with respect, with dignity. You know, treat the old golden rule, treat others as you'd like to be treated yourself. But I think it goes beyond that in some ways. The Apostle Paul says, you know, that every truthful thing in the universe is found in Christ as the Word. Wisdom and knowledge belonging to God Himself. You know, when we neglect Him, we're simply uh, denying that there is no real truth and nothing ultimate makes sense. So everything starts by believing in, in, in God as the, as the absolute truth. I think that that actually is really the most perfect way to end this segment. And with that, we'll be right back. Are you a local pastor who needs supplies for your church or nonprofit? The Estegos Community Warehouse is the place for you. You can find a plethora of items such as teaching supplies, toys, bedding, and even garden supplies and decor, all at discount prices, some even 90% off retail. You can join Estegos Community Warehouse by going to estegos.org and filling out an application. Membership is free and only takes a few minutes to sign up. That's Estegos, A-S-T-E-G-O-S dot org. And we're back again with Pastor Oki Chang from the Living Word Church in Meridian, Idaho. And Pastor Chang has a food pantry that we found out about about six months ago or so and started to support because of the, the honest-to-God Christian way that she does what she does. There are some food pantries out there that will require that you bring an identification card or that you only come once a month or that you have to have children or that you can't have children or that you must be this age or you must be that. <laughs> and when I met Pastor Chang, when I'm P- Pastor Oki, she says to me, if people are hungry, I feed them. And she has her food pantry in her church. And what I, when I, when I, 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 she said this to me, and I thought, oh, okay, you know, maybe there'd be like a little room off the side. No. She, in, she uses her entire building. And, and Pastor Israel, you can speak to this because weren't you amazed? Weren't you, weren't you incredible? Weren't you just blown away? I think it's the perfect place to find a great, a great combination of the bread of life and, and, and that bread for our stomach, you know? The, the sanctuary, you know, is the place where people come to receive God's word and also to partake bread together, you know? So I, I love the idea, the concept, and uh, I, I, I firmly, firmly believe that this is, this is the church, you know, that, that God is looking for. Amen. If, if you're out there and you're in... Meridian or in the Treasure Valley and you can get to Meridian. The pastor, tell us the address and the times of your food pantry. 1717 North Crestman Drive, Meridian, Idaho. Every Friday and Sunday, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. So that's 1717 North Crestmont Drive in Meridian, Idaho. Every Friday and Sunday from 3 to 5. And you can come every time that they're open so you could come twice a week you could come once a week you could come once a month you can come as much as you need and they will give food out until it's all gone and i can tell you having been there and having seen the blessings that god is pouring into this ministry that if you are in need this is the place for you to get food because you will have 
you'll be given enough for you to for you to feed yourself. And so, okay, what I want to do is take us back to that time in the late 60s, early 70s. You're a young woman. You meet your husband. You decide that you're going to come to the United States of America. Tell us, where were you when you told your family that you were going to move to America? I was in Seoul mm-hmm. in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> and my parents says, absolutely not. And I says, you're going to watch me go. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> how how old were you when you came to America? I was 23. 23. And mm-hmm. you were married at that point? Yes. And so you You mar- know why? Mm-hmm. My mother would not let me go without a husband. It's too dangerous to send her little princess out there. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I could see that for sure. You wouldn't want to send someone all the way across the world without a spouse to, to help them. Mm-hmm. But you came with your husband mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. and you initially came for a visit. You didn't come to stay for good. I came here, Boise, Idaho, for mm-hmm. a visit. Mm-hmm. But I had a plan to live in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And you ended up staying in Boise. Yes. What did you do for your education? Because we know you didn't go to, to Hawaii. So what did you end up do- doing? I went to work for Hewlett Packard, mm-hmm. and Hewlett Packard educate you as much as you want it. And then I went to Boise State University and took management classes mm-hmm. and never finished my degree there. Mm-hmm. But then through HP, mm-hmm. uh, I gained a lot of education for business degree. Sure. And how long did you work at HP? 23 years. <laughs> 2323. <laughs> <laughs> when did you retire from there? 1993. 1993. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness sakes. So you really spent a whole career there. Yes. And then now you do real estate and you sur- No, no, no. I stayed there way longer than 93. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I don't remember exact year, but I worked 23 years. 23 years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but now you 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 serve in your church. Mm-hmm. And you also do real estate on the side because mm-hmm. a lot a, a lot of people don't understand this. I think in the American model of the church, pastors are just pastors. They don't have other jobs. But what I have learned through our missions work out in the fields mm-hmm. is that most pastors in other countries, they go to work during the day. And then they and, and Israel can attest to this without a, a doubt. They work during the day doing some job. And then in the evenings, they'll have church and Mm -hmm. they will they'll serve as a minister in the church and so that's sort of what you do you you sell real estate and you have that whole career as a a real estate professional but you you serve in your church and every time i see you Mm -hmm. you're collecting food or some (laughs) other thing some items or something so tell us a little bit about you got to the states you get this job at hp and you you start to when did you have your first child I had my first child, 1978. Oh, okay. And was a boy or a girl? It was a girl. It was a girl? And she looked just like me. (laughs) (laughs) And you lived in Boise and you raised her. And and Mm -hmm. what does she do now with her life? She was a teacher, but now she does um, run this company. She's a vice president of this company, giving uh, consultants. Mm Of uh, educators, okay. How to educate? W- and then you had a son. Mm-hmm. And when you, when did you have your son? 
1982 and 84. Oh, okay. Two boys. Two boys. That's mm-hmm. it. And, and so you had a nice f- young family, three children. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were some of the things that you loved to do as a mom for them? I was trying to be like my mom. Mm. So I educate them Mm -hmm. as much as I can. One thing, first thing my mom always told me, that I'm going to leave. The only thing you will have is God left, your faith. So she had me study Bible all the time. Mm -hmm. So we read and copy the Bible one hour every day, Mm -hmm. and we discuss about what we wrote Mm -hmm. and what God talked to you about. This, mm. from this Bible. That was one of my favorite thing to do. And then I was afraid my kids will be discriminated because mm. the whole school, my kids were the only Asian kids at the time. Sure. So I went to school almost every day. I told HP, I'm here to work to support my family. And if work cannot support me 100%, Mm-hmm. I cannot work for you. So they let me go school volunteer every day, but I made up my time. They trust me. Mm-hmm. I was uh, very honored they did that. Yeah, that's that's an incredible, that seems like something that's very forward thinking because that's something I think maybe might not have existed in the 1980s or the 1990s, but th- that's incredible. Um, so when we get back, and we, we're going to come back in this next segment, I really want to I want to hear a little bit more about your children and some of the things that you did uh, growing up that led them and you and your family into the ministry full time, and uh, and we'll be right back. Looking for a place to worship and connect in the Caldwell area? Come and join us at Deer Flat Church. We offer two Sunday morning services at 9 a.m. and 10:45 a.m., providing flexibility to fit your schedule. Our services are filled with uplifting music, inspiring messages, and a warm, welcoming atmosphere. We believe that everyone is welcome, no matter where you are in your faith journey. Come see for yourself and experience the joy and fellowship of our community. Visit DearFlat.org to learn more about our services and events. We look forward to seeing you there. And we're back with Beyond the Walls and our guest today, Pastor Aki, and good to have you with us, and thank you for taking the time to share about your early years, your experiences, and uh, coming from Korea, I I was looking at some of the statistics, you know, in terms of uh, the the larger evangelical group in Korea and, and denomination. It seems like for being a, a country there in, in Asia, oh, the, the amount, the percentage of Christians, Christianity is, is at large. Mm-hmm. Over there, is is that something that's still growing today in in this twenty first century? I have not been there since twenty January, so I cannot say today. But every corner, if have you ever been to India? No. So I went to India, and Mumbai area. Every corner you see temple after temple after temple because Hindus serve over 330 million gods. So they have temple lined up. South Korea, same thing with the church. Every corner, every side of building, there's churches. Wow. For Christians? Yes. That's incredible. When you were younger, you were telling us that you were uh, were practicing ballet and, and, mm-hmm. and, and you became an... As, uh, 
a dancer in, in your culture and in your traditions. Where do you feel that? How do you feel God call you to serve him as, as, as a minister of the gospel? And what was the, how was that passion enlightened when you came here to America? Actually, I didn't, I fought with the Lord for a long time. My mother told me, there's a pastor in this house. And I says, no, mom, go talk to my other sisters. They're much more faithful, and they're much more knowledgeable with the Lord, and they're much more dedicated than I am. No, I'm happy in this world, so leave me alone. But then God started convicting me. And he started convicting me like no one's business. And Jesus started showing up middle of my prayer, middle of my Bible memorizing time. He just appears. And he will appear in my bed and just show up and talking to me. So then I still contested with my calling And then my husband had a stroke, 2005. In 2002, there was a Korean pastor came here for a revival meeting, and he, I did not want him to prophesy towards to me, but he would not give up. He says, God's going to put new life, and God's going to fulfill Isaiah 61, verse 1 through 3 through you, and he's calling you, and he's going to put wings on you, you're going to fly all over the world and spread the gospel. And I laughed at him. I says, nope, nope, nope. And then after 2005, that pastor, God talked to me through that pastor, even the year 2005, you will experience totally new challenge and you will obey me. And 2006, you will do certain things. So all the date he lined up, I still have that bit, uh, tape. It all matched up. But after my husband had a stroke, all of a sudden, I was more grateful than ever. It doesn't make sense, but We are going through the hardest time. We're losing everything, what we built in American dream. And I was just so grateful, more faithful. And I told God, I surrender. So I went back to school, pastoral counseling, 2006, and start working for God, oh. dedication. It seems to me, you know, with this kind of passion that you're doing this this work of service you know within the food pantry that few people understand you know the kind of commitment and the passion unless you you, you went through a famine and hunger was mm -hmm. that your case yes yes i came to america with 50 and whole month i survived with 50 and when my husband had the stroke In January, he had a stroke December 5th. But month of January, I lived without electricity and heat. But I was so grateful I had the running water one month. And I know what it means to be hungry. I know what it means to be hot. And I know what it means to be hung cold. And 
every day with a food pantry. I ask God to give me his heart towards those people who need and searching who he is and help them to experience and see his presence and his peace and his love and his unconditional love through our food pantry. And I pray all the volunteers in food pantry will have a father's heart just like me. Just as the Bible tells us when Jesus saw the multitudes and he saw them, you know, as sheep without a shepherd, and he yes. felt compassion for mm -hmm. them, and he was moved to do something. Yes. You know, this is mm -hmm. what we can see out of this ministry here in, in Meridian. Would you remind us the times for the food pantries and the days? Days are Fridays and Sundays, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. And the address is 1717 North Crestmont Drive. One question I did have for you, and I and I mentioned at the end of the last segment that, I, and I wanted to ask you this, is because I I I expect I sort of anticipate that your your children are are much alive in 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 this ministry. What are some of the things that they do that they share in this work with you? Actually, my children, one child lives in the state of Idaho. Two of them are out of state. Yes, yeah. So, but what? I didn't you ha did one of your sons mm -hmm. helped you get a car recently to big Honda truck not truck but uh, SUV right yeah Isn't that is that's actually my not my biological child oh okay it's a godson okay. from India oh, okay. so God's been God's been our provision mm -hmm. and God's been providing everything we need through people that he connected with us yeah and when i was young i asked the lord to use me as an answer of prayer mm -hmm. and god's using many people like you mm -hmm. and pastor israel mm -hmm. as an answer of my prayer well and I, the only reason why i mention this is, is exactly that because i know very often sometimes i will not know exactly how i'm going to get through something mm -hmm. and i think I'll say a prayer and I'll ask for help and I'll say, you know, if if you know if you want this to be done, you've got to make it really stupid easy for me. And uh, you know, he'll answer that prayer and then away I'll go. Keep keep moving forward. With that, we'll be right back. The Estegos.org community warehouse is a powerful tool for churches, nonprofits, and schools to get the items they need at a fraction of the cost. Most items are available up to 90% off retail prices. Membership to Estegas.org Community Warehouse is free and takes just a few minutes to sign up online at Estegas.org. To learn more about how your church, nonprofit, or school can start saving money, go to Estegas.org. Hey, this is Pastor Dave McGuire from Deer Flat Church. If you're looking for a welcoming community where you can explore your faith or you want to deepen your relationship with God, come check us out in Caldwell, Idaho. Our Sunday worship services are at 9 a.m. and 10.45, and you're going to love the setting. We sit out in the middle of farm ground. Our members at the church offer such guidance and friendship and support as you journey on your spiritual path. Find us online at dearflat.org or stop by for a visit today. Hey, this is the church, the perfect church for imperfect people. And we're back again, and I just want to say very quickly, thank you to the Estegos.org Community Warehouse. If you're a pastor out there and you're hearing this, or if you're a congregant and you're hearing this, and you would like 
uh, some assistance with your ministries, we would love to meet you. You can always find us at astegos.org. That's A-S-T-E-G-O-S dot O-R-G. Pastor Oki, would you mind saying a prayer for us? Sure. Thank you. 하나님 아버지 감사합니다. 오늘도 저희들에게 자유 주시고 이 모든 여건을 허락하여 주심을 감사합니다. Father God, thank you for giving us liberty to freely believe who you are and giving us opportunity to spread the gospel. Lord God, we are so grateful that who you are. 하나님 아버지 당신이 누구이신지 그 스스로에 대해서 너무나 감사하고 감사합니다. 주님 이 시간 저희들이 주님을 아직 알지 못하고 주님을 찾고 있는 이 세상에서 방황하는 자들을 위하여 기도합니다. We're praying for those who are searching and searching from in vain and vanity. Lord God, help them to find who you are and fill their void of heart. And because it is free, it is gift from you, Lord. 하나님, 주님이 주시는 이 영생은 진심으로 주님이 주시는 거저 주시는 선물인 것을 알고 저들의 그 채워지지 못한 공허함을 주님으로 채워 주시옵소서 감사드리며 예수님 이름으로 기도했습니다. We humbly pray in the name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, and, and we're going to have Oki back with us next week, uh, and it, you know we're going to hear all about her work that she's doing right now here in Ada County, and and also we're going to touch a little bit on the work that she's doing with the Native American population, the the those those members of uh, the tribes that live on the Duck Valley Reservation, which is a, a little known reservation on the border of Idaho and and Nevada, and we will see you all next week. <laughs>